0: Love, Talk Radio.
1: Good afternoon, everybody, and let me be one of the first to welcome you to the show and to hope that you have a wonderful afternoon and evening. On the table today, our our topic is, is a good night's sleep an issue for you? If you, like millions of other people, have ever had to battle with sleeplessness, you know that it does not leave us in a good place, generally speaking. As I thought about how I might make this as uh, reachable as possible prior to the show starting, I thought about a word, one word that would really uh, help us to embrace insomnia and sleep deprivation. And that word is comfort. In a little bit, I am anticipating that I will have a doctor to call in who will address specifically the area of sleep, apnea, and food intolerance. But for now, let's talk about comfort. You know, for years I was a person, I still am, I have um, a, a problem with lights, bright lights, uh, particularly in the evening. And um for years I have brushed my teeth with um with as low or dimmed lights as possible and then recently about 2 3 weeks ago I read an article where they were discussing the fact that it was better for us to engage with less light as we handled one of the last activities we uh might do before going to bed, and that was brushing our teeth and so I and it, they were just talking about how beneficial that was to helping one to relax uh and then and take the edge off because there was something about the lighting that would stimulate many people, and I obviously am one of those people. I do see that my guest has arrived, and doctor full. Gencio, I will grab you here in a moment, um, but I just want to go on here and, and and talk about, no, let me let you in right now. Hold on, please.
0: Hello, Dr. Hello Zenobia.
1: Yes, good afternoon and welcome to the show. How are you?
0: I'm well. I'm doing well. I'm actually interested in what you're uh, going to say there.
1: Okay, I'll keep talking. I'm going to keep talking. I sure. just wanted to make sure that I didn't didn't uh, lose you.
0: No problem. And, no
1: problem. Uh, okay, we're. I don't know how long, how much of it you've heard, but I told the audience that I was going to peel back our onion using the word comfort. So okay, so I, I talked about a little bit about uh, brushing our teeth and having low lighting as we did that. Mm-hmm. Um, the the lighting in our rooms as well, um, everybody. I know that we are just bombarded by our electronics, and some of us take them to our rooms with us because, for many, that's the only phone we have. We don't all, everyone doesn't have a landline. But even the lighting on our phones, our clocks, our radios if there's a radio in the room, um, there may be television, there may be um, uh, some sort of. phonograph, CD player, all of that Mm -hmm. lighting can tend to interrupt one's sleep. And it certainly does for mine. I turn off everything that I possibly can. Um, I'll put a sheet over it if I can't turn it off, like if it's it's the air conditioner. um, uh, Put a sheet over that little blue light because the smallest thing I notice will disturb my sleep. And I'll even use a pillow. I have a uh, skylight in my bathroom and my bathroom doesn't have a door and the skylight, the light from the sky (laughs) interferes. So I even put a pillow. I I can't wear a mask. I find that that's too disruptive. Comfort, whatever you can do uh, to create the comfort that you need, and everyone's is individual. Uh, Pillows, uh, I can't begin to... Share how much money I have spent on various pillows, and I constantly have to change them. And, Doctor, I'm going to bring you in here in a little bit for you to talk about some of this as well. Our sheets. Some people like jersey sheets. Some people like a percal. Some people like a blend. Some people like a combination of the two. Whatever you have to do. If you have been thinking about the fact that you need a new mattress, invest in that for yourself. Uh, the the garment you wear to bed. If you wear something to bed, the garments you wear. Today, uh, my, my gown or my jammies may be wonderful and they help me to go to sleep. Tomorrow, that might not be the case. There have been times that I had to get up in the evening uh, to change what I had on because it was irritating me. The temperature in your room, whatever you find necessary to do, That's what we ought to be about because sleep is one of the most, uh, one of the best things we can do for ourselves, uh, sufficient sleep, because it's so restorative. Would you just talk about that a little bit? Well, first of all, everybody, this is Dr. Rolando Fulgencio, and uh, uh, please tell them where you're from, doctor, the name of your practice here in Washington, and how they can get a
0: hold of you. Mm -hmm sure i'm at uh, i'm in tequila uh, washington i i my business uh, my my clinic is called Fulgencio natural health center but i'm working with dr Dumovic uh, of Dumovic clinic uh, in tequila so um, we're both sharing a building there um but yeah you can actually uh get more information out of uh, our website which is uh uh dr rolando f uh, dot com so that's d r R-O-L-A-N-D-O-F uh, dot com. But, yeah, uh, you can also look there for a lot more information. I, I talk about different things as well on that on that website. Um, but, yes, talking about uh, the light thing, I just want to comment on that. That's actually a really big deal, and people are not realizing that, actually, when light hits the back of your retina, it actually decreases um, uh, uh, your response rate to, to producing melatonin which is a hormone that actually uh, makes you sleepy, it, uh, is triggered when it's time to go to sleep. And the opposite of that would be cortisol. Cortisol is what wakes you up. So um, so that's actually a very interesting thing. Sometimes people will have just a little ray of light coming through their window from like the the street lamps or something, yes. not realizing that's actually is stopping the normal conditions for your brain to start producing melatonin for you to go to sleep. So that's actually a good idea that you block all those things, yeah.
1: I do. I have to. I can't sleep if I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm the same way.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So now let's talk a little bit about um, is there something that you can contribute? I know there is in terms of mm-hmm. uh, food to- intolerances and, and, you know, maybe how what type of a meal one should eat before going to bed, uh, how much time right. there should be. Between eating and going to to bed,
0: right. I'd like you to address right. that. Right. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um. Well, a lot of people don't realize that. Um. Actually, your gut is considered the your second brain. Um. And the reason being is because it houses it produces so much. Uh, um. Uh, neurotransmitters. One in particular being serotonin. So it actually produces about 95 percent of the serotonin in your body, and uh, serotonin affects your mood affects how you feel in general. But not just that, uh, serotonin is converted into melatonin, which we were just talking about. Melatonin is a hormone that uh, actually regulates your sleeping, um, and that's secreted when the lights are off, things are going low, and that's why it's, you get sleepy when it's dark outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, you, if your gut is inflamed, its ability to um, secrete... And create uh, serotonin will be uh, in it. You know, it'll be halted, inhibited. Therefore, your ability to create now melatonin will be inhibited as well. So, yes, food allergies. If you're if you're familiar with what foods you're actually allergic to, it it can really help you in in addressing your sleep. In addition to that, there's also um, not just in in that manner that you can. Cause insomnia, but also some people will actually get GERD. You know, GERD can actually keep you up at night. It irritates the back of your throat, and um, it could be caused by again food allergies.
1: Now, um, I want to ask you about two things. First, uh, Mm -hmm. GERD. For those who may Mm -hmm. not know what GERD is, explain that to them.
0: Right, that's uh, gastroesophageal um, reflux disorder. So it's like heartburn. People. Predominantly call it heartburn. But that's when the um, the sphincter, we call it the lower esophageal sphincter. Um, the, so you have the esophagus, you go down, and it, then you have the stomach. So the sphincter just between those two, the esophagus and the stomach, um, that actually stays open. And what happens is acid can come through there, and then it'll irritate your esophagus, your throat, start to hurt a little bit, and that's where you get the heartburn. But that can keep people up because if you're when you're laying down and this this uh, uh, sphincter stays open, the acid within your stomach will actually just easily uh, leak over to the esophagus. And that's uh, that's not good. So that no, keeps a lot of people all. up.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the second mm-hmm. thing I wanted to, to buttress against was the fact that you were saying that if you know you have um, a food allergy, that this might be something that would be connected to sleeplessness. Mm-hmm. But on, right. the, on the on the opposite end of that is if you don't know that you have a food allergy, right. that this might be signaling that you
0: do. Is that correct? Right. That's okay. true. Okay. Um, the okay. thing is, yeah, you're right. A lot of people will not actually uh, be familiar that they have a food allergy and whatnot, especially in our culture where we're kind of forced in a sense and we get used to the fact that we just scarf down our food really quickly. Uh, so yeah. we, it's hard for us to pay attention to how our body's is re- responding to it, right? Because we've got something yeah. else to do. And then, you know, if you have high stress levels uh, and whatnot, you're always on the go. What will happen is your cortisol levels are higher, which would actually uh, decrease um, the, the, um, the production in your gut to, di- to fully digest your food. So even then, you don't have a sense of what's happening in your gut, you know, if you're always on the go. A lot of people eat in their cars, you know, right? They're on the go. Their mind is somewhere else. So the digestion is actually not optimal. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: And speaking of being on the go and stress and whatnot, let's talk about, Mm -hmm. doctors a little bit here, the importance of when work, we need to come, I was going to say when work is over, but for many of us, work is mm-hmm. not ever over, and we need to get in the mindset. <laughs> we, I'm talking to me, and I'm uh, sure I'm talking to you. I'm t- You're talking <laughs> we, to me, too. <laughs> yes, we need to get in the mindset of ending our day, and then when we mm-hmm. end it, whether we work from home or out in an office, in our car, mm-hmm. we need to think about decompressing and decluttering to shut mm-hmm. it off. Right. talk to us about that now you you know you may be the shoemaker talking to yourself, but talk to us about that
0: <laughs> well, uh you know, I try to encourage patients to have a what we call like a a ritual when they're trying to go to bed, right, so the right. ritual would usually start an hour or so before actually falling asleep, so I would encourage patients, yes, to turn off all the lights and try to avoid. You know, a lot of people will look at their emails before they go to bed, but again, that goes back to the whole uh, assimilating the back of your retina and then decreasing the melatonin production in your body. So I try to tell them to not do that so much. At least turn down the the, the screen, the light of the screen if you can, uh, if you have to do it. But, you know, try to avoid that. And if you're going to read, we encourage reading. Try to read from a book, not necessarily from... Uh, like a a Kindle or whatnot, because that's another you know light on a screen. That's uh, the so, point. Yes. Yeah, it is, and um, you know, it, just doing things that is a ritual that calms you. Some people like like to meditate, and some people like to pray. But then when it comes time to you know you resting and being able to relax, they don't do it. And the reason being is because their mind is is still on the mode of work, right? It's still mm-hmm. there. So yeah. it's 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 it requires a, a sense of uh training yourself or retraining yourself to you know, just be able to let go. Let go at the yeah. end of the day. Um and once you're able to do that, boy your chances of getting some good rest is a is a lot higher. Yeah. yeah. Excellent.
1: Now the other thing mm-hmm. is we didn't we we um introduced you as a physician, but we didn't say what type of physician you are. And uh, right. I want to make sure that the audience knows that you're um, a naturopath. Uh, That's
0: right, naturopathic doctor. That's right.
1: With a family practice. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. you approach uh, illness and um, disease in a totally different way mm-hmm. than our traditional doctors do. And so right. I know some people are into using um, herbs to help them to go to sleep. I have a mm-hmm. supplement that I use, and uh, uh, would you like to speak to that before we, before we sign off? We're just about at the end of our show here, so would you like to speak to oh, that? Oh, sure.
0: Sure, I can just say a few things. You can actually, uh, yeah, There's a, we call them nervines or um, hypnotics, sometimes they would be called. But basically, they're just herbs that actually help just relax you naturally. So lavender would be one of them. Um, valerian root is a common one out there that you can actually pick up over the counter. Um, and even some drinking some teas like um, chamomile tea, you know, before going to bed is actually uh, beneficial for most people to just relax the nerves. That's why we call it Nervine. You know, Nervine, yeah. it relaxes and tones down the nerves and um, and it calms the mind. So that's, you know, part of the nervous system. So I'd yes, recommend that term- if some people are.
1: Mm-hmm. In terms of uh, buying supplements over the counter, everybody, Um, Mm -hmm. I would caution you to make sure that you are with a reputable company. And uh, I'm not necessarily pushing myself, but everyone who is familiar with Mm -hmm. my show and uh, my website know that I uh, have used Shackley products for about 40 years, and they have a Mm -hmm. product with some of the ingredients that the doctor has mentioned called stress relief complex, which I use Mm -hmm. and I highly recommend um so if you need a Shackley distributor, I'm here. If you have one or if you know of one or can find one, please at least sample what they might have to offer. Mm-hmm. But thank That's you good. so much, Doctor, for being on the show. Were you going to say something else before we signed off?
0: Oh, just thank you for having me on.
1: Oh, I thought you were about to say That's something. All. I didn't want to cut cut you off. It's been my oh, delight no, good. to have you on. And um uh, I will phone you back directly. Can I reach you on the on the number that I see here on the switchboard? 30 I don't want to say it. Can I get oh, yep, that? Oh, yep, that's number? right. Okay. Yep, you can Hello? reach me. Okay, we're going to sign sign off with our closing music and uh Okay. It's been a pleasure having you and I hope this has helped everybody. If you need additional information, you may call me at 650-741-4137. And have a wonderful evening, everyone. Take care.